It's good to be here this morning. Um, ask for your continued prayers. Um, the singing was beautiful uh, amongst the beautiful people here this morning. I uh, want to, when somebody asks you a, a question of the hope that's within you and they ask you what you believe down at uh, Bethel Primitive Baptist Church, um, there's a lot of places you can go to. Um, and I don't think you're going to answer the question that uh, when they ask, you know, we believe, you answer it, we believe in the Trinity. <laughs> you may go to election, you may go to predestination, you may go to a many different things, but I highly doubt you're going to pop them back with we believe in the Trinity because most people that ask for the hope believe in God and most Christianity believes in the Trinity, the three in one. John uh, says there's three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. The Godhead is something that we not only believe in, but we, uh, listen to how Paul describes the Godhead, the three in one. But not only do we believe the, the Trinity, we, we believe in the unity of the Trinity. These three are one. They agree in everything they do. God has placed the Godhead, his mark upon all his creation. It's, there's many places that are the three that we can go to. But Paul addresses the Godhead in Acts chapter 17 on Mars Hill. He says in verse 22, Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and, and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. He says, For I passed by and behold, held your devotions and found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. God that made the world and all things therein. God made the whole world and everything we see. He says in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God, God the Father. And these are one. And the Holy Spirit was with them. The Godhead was in the beginning in creation. He happened to just place when you look at planet Earth, it's the third planet from the sun. He just happened to place life on it. Isn't that marvelous? Isn't that wonderful? How wonderful God is. How he created the sky, the land, the sea. All for us. He created the three in one. These three bear record. It's the witness. That's what it is. When you're in a court of law and they say, this is going on record. They bear record in heaven. The three in one. He says, he ignorantly worship this unknown God. God has made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth. He rules and reigns in heaven and in earth, okay? God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temple made with hands. That's not where he dwells. He dwells in heaven. He is the omniscient God. He is the omnipresent God. When we talk about the unity of God, God, if you preach the omnipotence, and preach the omniscience, he knows everything. He knows where his children are at. He knows his lambs. He knows where we all are. That's the unity of the Godhead. If God uh, sent his son into the world to die for a people, and those would not be in heaven with him one day, that breaks up the unity of the Godhead. See, everybody believes in the Trinity. 
But we here at Bethel, we believe in the unity of the Godhead. All that the Father chose, his Son came to die for, okay? He sent his Son for all that the Father gave to him. And we hear the question, and we hear it preached all the time, somewhere between conception and death, every elect child of God will be what? They will be born again, born of the Spirit. So that is the unity that I'm talking about this morning. All, when you hear that, saying, that's why we believe that. That's why we preach that. All that the Father gave to the Son, he came to die for. Did he not? Yes, he did. Did he get the job done? Of course he did. We, we pre preach a successful Savior, an omnipotent Savior, omniscient Savior. We preach the one and only, the tr three-in-one Godhead, the Trinity. When we preach the unity, all this stuff has to happen to believe in the unity. If you preach any other gospel that one child of God will not be with him in heaven, you're breaking up the unity of the Godhead. He says, neither is worship with men's hands or through needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and hath made of one blood all nations and men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation that they should seek the Lord, if happily they might fill after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. For in him, listen, for in him we live and move and have our being. As certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. For as much then as we are his offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone, graven by art and man's device. That's not how God is made up, okay? God is his spirit. God has created all things. He's placed his Godhead on, on all things. In Romans chapter 1, verse 20, he says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. How are they clearly seen? By the things that he has made. We can clearly see it. You have to be ignorant of the fact that God... We're not just some earth, some universe, and it just happened to come about, okay? That's not how it works. <laughs> in the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. The three in one. Jesus is with him in the beginning. He created the world. The world we live in. The third planet from the sun. We're made up of, you know, all kinds of things that describe the Godhead, the Trinity. That's how wonderful God is. He's a wonderful God. The, uh, so when we preach the, the unity, why, why, why did we preach the unity? Well, Paul addresses it in Romans 8, 28. All things work together for good to them who love God. All things work together. They're together. They're not apart. Everything that God, they asked for the Father all the time. And he said, Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Okay. Very clear. If you don't see me, you don't see the Father. You're not one of mine. But we believe in that all things work together. Not all things are working. Evil is not working together good with us. I don't have to beat that into your head. But we need to understand the three in one and the unity of that. It's special. It should be special to you. It should be special to me. We believe in the omnipotent God, the omnipresent. He's so wonderful. All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. It was God who had saved you and called you according 
to him, okay? It was according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us when? In Christ Jesus before the world began. He's always been the uh, three in one, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, okay? He said all things work together for good. He says, for whom he did foreknow. See, this is where it started. He foreknew a people. That God the Father foreknew a people. He predestinated them. You believe in predestination? Of course we do. The Bible clearly states we believe in predestination. He does, we do not believe in double predestination. He did not predestinate people to hell and predestinate people to heaven. Okay, we do need to understand that. If God didn't predestinate us and foreknow us before time ever began, we'd all be going to hell. Okay, when Adam brought sin into the world, that was, that was our destination. Okay, if God didn't predestinate us, that's where we'd all, all be, all right? So whom God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, for whom he did foreknow, God the Father, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Okay, moreover, whom? you got to recognize it's whom. He, he predestinated and he foreknew a people out of every kindred, tongue, and nation. That's why we don't... Why you preach the gospel? We preach the gospel because it's good news, okay? I want to hear good news. And there's nothing better than knowing that God the Father foreknew a people and predestinated those people. And he will call them here in time, sometime between conception and death. That is the unity of the Godhead. And we need to recognize that and give all glory to God the Father for loving us enough to choose us, to predestinate us to send his son to the world, to justify us on the cross of Calvary. It's always whom, and it always ends in ED. It's a done deal, okay? There's a lot of things that are uncertain here in this life. I, this brother sent me a message on a, a, a preacher preaching, and by the time I got about halfway through it, I was questioning my own salvation. I was like, this is not good. I'm turning this thing off. <laughs> that is not good news that I, I want to hear. Okay, I recognize myself. I identify as Paul did. I, you know, what dwells inside me is no good thing. You know, what Isaiah said, he's a man of unclean lips. This is how they identified. You know, Paul identified as the chief of sinners. All right, this is how we were. Thank God we got a loving God who chose us and predestinated us and will call us sometime between conception and death by his Holy Spirit. You know, the wind bloweth where it listens and you hear the sound thereof but can't tell whence it cometh or with it goeth. So is everyone who's what? Who's born of the Spirit. God doesn't save people before the cross any different than he saves the last heir of promise who's coming into the world. It's the work of the training. All whom he chose, he will predestinate and, all, and call and justify on the cross. And one day we'll be glorified like the Savior. One day. There's a good day coming. It's one day. and it, It's coming. I hope it comes quickly. I hope it comes now. Be with the Father forever. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There's nothing better than the Trinity of God, but there's also nothing better than the unity of these three workers. If you break up the unity, then you, you, everything is lost. Everything is gone. What we're doing here this morning is in vain. Thank God we can rest on the promises of Jesus Christ. He came into the world to die for you and myself. And I believe that with all my heart and all my soul. And all my might. We're made up of body, soul, and spirit. One day, when we pass away, our soul and spirit will immediately be with him 
And one glorious day we'll be glorified when he comes back and brings our bodies out of the grave. Thank God for the unity, the unity. There's not a lot of unity in a lot of things. Sometimes it may be hard not have complete unity at home with your spouse or your loved ones or, or anybody. There's always not unity. You wish there was, but there's unity in the Godhead. There's unity in the Trinity. I love it.